part one. One. This is the first in a series of genes that will focus on new information the Lord has given us about various spirit helpers and hinderers. Some of the helpers and hinderers covered will be new entities that the Lord has not previously introduced to the family, and others will be ones that we know a little bit about, but that the Lord wants us to know more about too. I have hundreds and hundreds of messages that have been received about our helpers of the Spirit. But for this project, the Lord showed us that less was more, that instead of giving you all the information He's revealed about any one spiritual entity He instead wanted to boil it down to just the most important or useful information, so that it would be easier for you to absorb it, and then remember it and use it when needed 3. So that is the goal to remember and use this information. It won't do you any good unless you remember it and use it. If you haven't already you might want to ask the Lord to give you some ideas or tips of how you can better remember, assimilate, and use the information the Lord has given us about the various spirit helpers and hinderers, and their portfolios and areas of expertise. For some helpful practical tips, see New Spirit World Power, Mo Letter Number 3522183, GN1113. Major or Minor? 4. One of the questions we asked the Lord when we prayed about each spirit helper or hinderer mentioned in these genes is whether they are a major or a minor. As you can imagine the Lord has revealed scores of demons and spirit helpers that all play a part in this spiritual warfare raging around us. We needed to have a way to know which were most important to get to you and which ones play a more minor role in the overall war. Here's some counsel from the Lord about this that I thought would be interesting to you 5. Question. Are there any guidelines or general criteria that we can use to judge who is a major or minor spirit helper or demon? 6. Jesus. When I say that there are major and minor helpers and hinderers, it is important to note that although some have greater power and some have a larger jurisdiction, Yet little foxes can spoil a mighty vine, the Song of Solomon 2.15. I often tell you to not despise the days of small beginnings, and this can apply also to not taking for granted the help or the hindrance that a minor spirit being can give or be seven. Like the tale of for want of a nail the shoe is lost, and this led to the loss of an entire kingdom so help given you at a strategic time even if the help is in a small way or from a minor help repeated rather than ignored can bring big results. And an obstruction or hindrance caused by a minor demon, but which comes in an unguarded moment, can result in great loss aid. In these days it is imperative that you take nothing for granted, for in the case of endurers especially, these little pests work at catching you off guard. Hinderers have lesser power and expertise because they are powered by the devil, who will always be inferior and weaker than I am and thus they know it is to their advantage to wait for unguarded moments to work. So you shouldn't underestimate the help a minor spirit helper can be, or the damage a minor demon can do nine. It is also important to note that a minor on either side today can easily become a major tomorrow. Many are in training, and some advance quicker than others. It is somewhat similar to you on earth choice enters into some degree for spirit beings, 
and one can advance or stagnate according to their choices and how they do or do not apply themselves, according to their desperation and faith or lack of it. And all of this works on both sides of the coin. Helpers who desire to do their best for me or hinderers who yield to the dark side and refuse my light. 11. That said, here is a list of basic general criteria of how the majors and minors work, which can apply to either helpers or hinderers. As you read, keep in mind that it is my right to make exceptions to these rules, and I do from time to time majors. 12. 1. In general, majors have more training and experience. For example, you have often heard me say of many helpers, they have been with me from the beginning. Time in the spirit world does not correspond with time in your world, but I use these terms to help you understand. Think of it as if they have been with me and spent long hours in training directly under me, or with other highly skilled higher-ups in the spirit world. Or in the case of endurers, they have special training from Satan or members of his hierarchy. They are specially trained. They've passed major tests and earned their rank 13. 2. Majors have greater power, not only in terms of jurisdiction and being able to influence a larger number of people, but in terms of pure power. Major helpers are more strongly connected to my power source for example, Tolan and Tor, who are the embodiment of key power. Or major hinderers are more strongly connected to Satan's negative power and channel 14. 3. Majors do generally have a wide range of authority and jurisdiction. In other words, they often command legions or armies. They therefore influence many 15. 4. Majors, however, do not always have a wide range of authority in terms of numbers that they command, but they are sometimes assigned to something or some person who is playing an important role at that time. For example, a major could be a bodyguard who is highly trained, expert in their field and strongly connected to my power, who is assigned to one person because of the importance of that person's current role 16. This is true of the children of David. Many majors serve as personal bodyguards to you, my loves, because of the importance of your role in world history. Or a major hinderer may be commissioned by Satan to buffet you, also because of the importance of your role, and because the enemy is out to destroy you. So one major may be assigned to one person, or to only a small number of people, but that spirit being is expert in their field, highly skilled and trained, and solidly connected to their power source, whether for good or evil. Those are majors in my eyes 17. 5. Majors are extraordinarily gifted. Whether in only one specific talent that they excel in, or in a few talents or many, their gifts make room for them minors. 18. 1. A minor may be a novice, one who lacks in training and skill 19. 2. A minor can be one who is assigned as a personal helper to one person only, and does not have a large jurisdiction or tremendous amounts of power 20. 3. A minor can be assigned to one person only to help in a specific area of a smaller capacity. For example, a major helper may be assigned to be your bodyguard, 
and a minor helper to help you learn a specific skill, or break a smaller bad habit, or something along those lines 21. 4. Not always, but often a miner is bound to a certain region. Akin to those who were bound to the treasure ship that David saw, they cannot travel freely in the spirit world 22. Question. Lord, it seems like this counsel about being bound to a certain region is only applicable to demons, or to certain spirits like ghosts. Is that right? It seems like that would be rough, if you were a spirit helper and were bound to one location and not able to travel. It seems like it would almost be a punishment 23. Jesus. Those who are on my side can travel as much as they need to, but those who are minors and have less authority or power or experience, often choose to not venture too far from their assignment, because then they would need protection themselves 24. This spiritual realm is not all good, and even those in heaven require protection or backup when they go to certain areas or dimensions. So that sometimes limits minor spirit helpers from traveling, but they do have freedom to travel when they have appropriate protection. Demons, however, are often bound to one area and must remain there. Some spirits of the unsaved are also bound to a certain place until needed lessons are learned or they are freed by your prayers as was the case of the occupants of the Chinese cemetery. End of message. 25. 5. A minor does not have as strong a connection with their power source as a major does. In summary. Majors. 1. Have more training and experience have passed major tests, and have earned their rank too. Are more strongly connected to their power source may third have greater jurisdiction and influence or authority may fourth be assigned to something or someone who carries a role of importance such as you, my children of David 5. Are extraordinarily gifted, excel in their field of expertise minors. May first be novices lacking in training and skill may second be assigned to one person only. Therefore their influence is less may third be assigned to help or hinder someone in a specific area of smaller capacity for. Demons may be bound to a certain area cannot travel freely in the spirit world 5. Do not have as strong a connection with their source of power spiritual opponents. 26. Question. Do spirit helpers and demons always have a spiritual opponent? 27. Jesus. As Altos has pointed out to you, Mo letter number 344350, in the spiritual realm every evil spirit always has a good counterpart or opponent, just as every good spirit has an evil opponent. In saying this, I do not mean that the evil spirits have powers equivalent to those of the good spirits. They are opposite numbers, yes, but they are not equals, for I reign supreme in the spirit 28. In speaking of a counterpart or opponent, I do not always mean one single entity or being. I will use the example of the hinderers to explain. For every hinderer that fights you, I always provide a spiritual opponent. There is someone or someones or something you can do to counter the attacks of a hinderer. 
In this case it can either be someone or it can be something you can do that helps you counter the attacks of the enemy 29. In the world of the spirit, the good and the evil always have their counterparts, and in the case of some major helpers or hinderers, sometimes there is more than one being you can call on or one or more things you can do to counter an attack 30. Take up Stikon, for example. The word is his nemesis. And another way to defeat him, or to counter his attacks is through proceeding in obedience regardless of his distractions. Your obedience acts as his nemesis in this case, because it counters his attacks. But in the case of Obstikon, you can also call on Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, the fairy angel fighters and at times others to help you fight him and ward off his attacks 31. Once Obstikon has put an obstacle in your way, your obedience can help you rise above and jump the hurdle he has placed in front of you. But if you'll call on Michael, Raphael, and these others, they can help divert Obstikon to begin with and prevent him from putting the obstacle in your way in the first place. They can stop him before he gets that far. Or if the obstacle is already there they can help fight Obstikon and ward off his putting even more obstacles in the way, while you are doing your part to counter the attack through your obedience to proceed regardless of the hurdles you have to jump 32. You see? It's a team effort. You need to obey and do your part, but you can call on the help of these others as well and you'll get to the victory line quicker 33. There is always someone you can specifically call on to help you to fight and overcome an attack of every hinderer. For the most part, these spiritual opponents do work within their specific realm of expertise. For example, Sturian specifically helps you to fight lethargy and Lucerne is expert in fighting the demons of depression. But the world of the spirit is vast and I am not bound or narrow-minded, and many of my spirit helpers are multi-talented. You can look at it as if they often pinch it for one another. Just as I teach you to be, they are ready to go ready to stay, ready to fill a need. My helpers are multi-talented and many can fill in to meet a variety of needs. Many have broad fields of expertise 34. So in the world of the spirit there is always a good counterpart of every dark spirit, one who can combat and overcome the evil, and often there are many of them. I can give you general guidelines of who to call on for what, but you are wise to check in with me every time you have a need so that I can bring to mind or reveal anything you might not have assumed. This is the fine-tuning you must now learn to do in order to be more adept and work closely with your helpers. They are not far off and I want you to work with them closely in this way 35. When you tune into the spirit your helpers will never fail to answer and give you specifics, show you what to do and who to call on at any given time. End of message. 36. Mama. I pray that the information the Lord shares with us in this GN series will be a blessing to you and will help you to become a better fighter a wiser fighter, one who uses all his strength by calling on those the Lord has given to us to aid us, protect us, and fight for us, by effectively rebuking and resisting those who are commissioned by the enemy of our souls to hinder and hurt us with much love in our doting husband and revealer of secrets. Mama. Stirring 37. Vision, 
I see a beautiful spirit being. She's not easy to describe, firstly because she's at the core of this incredible whirlwind a circular rushing roll of light and energy. And secondly because she seems to be in perpetual motion as well, as if spinning around within this whirlwind 38. Her motion slows at one point but only for a few moments and I see her perfect beauty and form, and her long hair that is alive with energy. She seems to be in perfect harmony with this dynamic spiritual energy surrounding her. From within this whirlwind, I see her outstretched arm point in the direction of a dark pervasive force. The energy generating around and extending past the length of her arm is incredible, and whatever evil was in front of the power burst she emitted is vaporized it completely vanished. Styrian, pronounced Styrian, speaking, I am akin to Elia. I am said to bring a whirlwind of destruction to the demon lethargy and his ilk. I am filled with good ideas that bring forth spiritual progress and which are then manifested in not just spiritual growth, but physical fruit. I am sent to agitate the demon lethargy to destruction. I cause positive spiritual activity. I am everything which is the opposite of lethargy, and when I fight him, he vaporizes before me. I am filled with an all-consuming power of the Spirit of God, and the demon lethargy has no escape when confronted by me. I whirl him up in my wind of action and throw him out. I bombard him with spiritual action and he vaporizes. I am Styrian, whirlwind of positive spiritual activity. End of message. Mo letter number 34824, GN1093. 39. Jesus. The spiritual atmosphere around Styrian is alive with wild and free energy energy which generates action, power, and positive forward movement. She's an extension of my spirit the power that fuels and runs the universe 40. She was created for this end of days when lethargy and complacency are lulling the world to sleep. But just as lethargy's power and hold has grown, I have given greater power to Styrian. Major headway must be made in this spirit when it comes to combating lethargy's influence, because now as the days grow darker, I desperately need my brides to be lights and witnesses to the dying world which is so in need of my words and messages of truth. Shaking off lethargy of spirit is a vital part of being one of my instant end time witnesses 41. You must stir yourselves up and keep stirring yourselves up. This is the key to being strong spiritually in any area of your life. Despite lethargy's power and the very real grip he can have on a person's spirit, Sturian is able to combat and overpower his hold, if and this is a very big if she is given your cooperation. Satan may have power and influence over the flesh, because the flesh is weak, but he has no power against my supremacy of spirit. At the best, all he can hope for is the cooperation of the flesh succumbing to lethargy, so that he attains victory by default 42. The key is in first activating Sturian's help, and then following through on her personalized counsel to you in a spirit of obedience. Together as a winning team you can work to both preempt lethargy and counterattack his influence in your life. She must have your cooperation otherwise her power is limited. Because even if called upon, 
She cannot indefinitely hold back lethargy's influence in your life without your continued obedience. As in many matters of the spirit, human nature and the way of all flesh will dominate and prove the victor if you choose to not follow through and fight to overcome lethargy in spirit 43. The key lies in your personal motivation and incentive, how much you want Sturian's help. Her name equals action. Within that whirlwind of spiritual energy that surrounds her is all this wonderful positive input, which translates into ideas and personalized instruction for anyone who wants it. But unless you follow through, that input will do you no good. Unless you obey and continue to obey you'll lose momentum, and you'll lose touch with Sturian's power. Just like obedience it's not a one-time deal. It's a lifetime deal 44. In combat terms you must put your eye to the scope of your weapons and target the enemy. Mark lethargy as going down all the way down. You must get aggressive against the enemy if need be, and that's what Sturian will help you do. She gets aggressive with the enemy, and she can teach you how to take him down 45. It's all about wanting to be in partnership with Sturian. Sturian is there for you there's no doubt about that. The question is whether or not you will be there for her and do your part to secure the victory. Sturian is a help from the spiritual realm you need. That you are the second part of lethargy's defeat. Simply put, Sturian plus your will and commitment to overcome equals lethargy's downfall 46. Then, as you put feet to your faith, taking those steps of obedience there is another very important step you can take. Ask for a renewed infilling of the Holy Spirit. Get together as a body in prayer and praise, with laying on of hands, and in the power of the keys call down the Holy Spirit, asking for a renewed and powerful infilling of the Spirit. Because so much of Sturian's nature is connected to the Holy Spirit, to be in partnership with her you must be refilled with that power 47. Don't limit my power and my ability to give you a great infilling, the intensity of which is going to drive the spirit of lethargy far from you. Claim this infilling along with manifestations and signs following and you'll have taken the steps toward harnessing Sturian's action-packed, positive energy and help, and releasing lethargy's hold on your spirit. End of message. In summary. 48. Sturian was created from the Spirit of God a whirlwind of positive spiritual energy sent to drive back the demon lethargy and his ilk. She is filled with good ideas positive spiritual input and personalized counsel on how to combat lethargy's grip. As we do our part taking the continued steps of obedience necessary, asking for her help, and asking for an infilling of the Holy Spirit, Sturian will work with us in helping us to aggressively preempt, counterattack, and debilitate lethargy and its influence in our lives. Sturian plus us, the part we need to do, equals lethargy's downfall exposing Wolverine. 49. Mama. When praying for one of our expectant mothers in WS, one of our channels received enlightening counsel about a demon called Wolverine. Our husband confirmed that Wolverine targets all children, not just those in WS and thus it's very important for you to have this information about him so that you can counteract and neutralize his attacks 50. 
Question. In a recent movie there is a character named Wolverine who's a hero of sorts, or at least on the right side. So because of that, it's a little difficult to associate Wolverine with the Demon 51. Jesus. Yes, Wolverine is the name of a hero in those two movies you're thinking of but he is very unlike Wolverine in the spirit or even the animal in nature that is called a Wolverine. The animal Wolverine is a vicious predator, fierce and bloodthirsty, without mercy, who preys upon the young or the helpless of various species. This is the physical reality of the Wolverine, and it corresponds with the spiritual reality of this being I've revealed who fights against you in the spirit, who seeks to prey on your little ones without mercy. End of message. 52. Jesus. Wolverine is one of the demons who fights my little ones, the children of the children of David. Even though I call them little ones, this doesn't mean only young children but includes children of all ages. He works under the Archman Aplexicon, who hates the family and the word. Aplexicon hates your children, as does his master Satan, because he knows that those who are born into the family will grow up filled with the word, and will become powerful witnesses, distributing the word far and wide 53. Wolverine hates children, and therefore he hates you who bear children, who love them and raise them in my nurture and admonition, and he will try to harm your children. This is why I must tell you about him and how to protect and guard your flock spiritually and physically as well as how to defeat his attacks 54. As his name suggests he is a Wolverine in appearance. The reason I portray him to you like this is because it will help you to be on guard against his attacks, to protect your little lambs through raising your force field of prayer, to watch for any signs of him coming too near your flock so you can do your part to protect and guard your children through wielding your spiritual weapons. In nature, wolverines can steal away your flocks or cause harm if you are prepared and watchful and doing your part to preempt any possible attacks. It is the same with the demon Wolverine. You may even be able to detect his foul odor in the spirit, if you are alert, for the stench of the enemy hangs heavy upon him similar to the stench of a physical Wolverine. You can recognize the danger signs of a possible attack and raise your spiritual force field of protection, and even your physical force field if necessary, to protect and keep your flock safe 55. Wolverine tries to prevent babies coming into the world right from the beginning by trying to prevent conception, discouraging people from having children, encouraging abortions, in the case of mothers in the world, or causing complications 56. An important time to pray against Wolverine is when it is time for a child to be born. This is already a sensitive time for both the mother and the baby. And this is why I encourage you to pray specifically over every aspect of the birth, against any complications and for the safe delivery of the baby and the well-being of the mother. Call on Watcher, Watchdog, and Haven to protect and keep you and your dear baby, and they will do their part to bring your precious new life into the world safely. And if any mother feels she needs an extra spiritual boost by having her own personal spirit helper for the delivery she can ask me and I will send her exactly the spirit helper she needs 57. 
Wolverine not only fights your children physically by trying to cause accidents, complications in birth, and those types of physical attacks but he also attacks you parents and caregivers and tries to weaken your conviction. He knows that each of the children of the children of David has a wonderful destiny, so he tries whatever he can to prevent your children from fulfilling that destiny 58. You can recognize signs of Wolverine's spiritual attacks in such things as discouragement about having children, or discouragement or lethargy in raising them according to the standard of my word and feeding them the word. He will try all he can to get you to lay aside your crown in the high calling I have given you of teaching and raising your children, grounding them in my word, and giving them the best training in your power. You will most likely feel his attack through discouragement regarding your children's progress, and weariness in pouring into them. He tries to tempt you to stop feeding them my word, to let down your guard and just let them do whatever they want 59. If you feel such attacks of lethargy and discouragement, know that Wolverine and the Plexicon as well as lethargy, of course are very likely behind it, and you must rebuke them. Wolverine has no power against the keys, so when you claim specific keys for your encouragement, for the perseverance and anointing you need to give your children the training they deserve for their protection and safekeeping, for whatever the need is, the power of this demon will be defeated. He is forced to flee as you will the keys 60. Continue to pray for your children throughout their lives, claiming the keys and calling on Watcher in Haven, and their other spirit helpers as they grow older and your children will have the best protection in the spirit and in the physical that you can give them. End of message. 61. Jesus, I don't want those of you who have at one time had a complicated pregnancy or delivery or miscarriage or an accident with one of your children to start worrying now that it was caused by Wolverine. Hell, healing, afflictions, accidents, all of those are big topics, and there are as many reasons and causes as there are people. I'm exposing Wolverine so that you can start to pray against him now, and guard your children in spirit from his attacks. But my promise still holds true that all things work together for good to them who love God and are called according to his purpose and that is you, my children. So even if you went through something in the past which was in part an attack of the enemy, you can claim my promise and expect to see good come from it, if it hasn't already. End of message. In summary. 62. Wolverine hates children, and he especially fights the children of the children of David. He targets parents with discouragement and lethargy about training their children. He tries to cause accidents and physical attacks, and fights the physical birth of babies. His power is defeated through the power of the keys and prayer introducing Watcher in Haven. 63. Mama. The Lord originally revealed Watcher in Haven at the time of Summit 2001, as a team of helpers who would watch over and care for the children of those who needed to be away to attend the Summit 64. Jesus. Watcher in Haven are spiritual custodians of my family children. By children, I mean little people, not the children of David, who are both adults and children 65. 
Watcher in Haven are assigned to protect and stand guard over your children during times of persecution, as well as to look after your children at times when their parents are away. As custodians of your children, they are responsible to keep your precious children safe in every way, both physically and spiritually. They are not around all of the time, because your children have other spirit helpers, such as their guardian angels, their prayer angels and other personal spirit helpers. So Watcher in Haven are not needed all the time. The main time to call on their extra powers of protection and safekeeping is during persecution, or when your parents can't personally be with your children for some reason. Call on them and they will answer your prayer and be at your children's side 66. Because of the importance of your children, and thus the importance of Watcher in Haven's role as protectors and custodians, I have given them the special gift of being able to be anywhere in the world, in more places than one at the same time, and able to help any of my children in need 67. Watcher in Haven serve my international family with all of their varied cultures. Watcher in Haven understand all of the needs of your children no matter what their nationality, and they understand how to minister to your children in any way they need 68. They're neither male nor female, although you might naturally think of Watcher as the male and Haven as the female, and that's okay. But actually they are neither male nor female, although they can fulfill either role if needed 69. Let me tell you more about Watcher. I have given him the name Watcher for your sakes, to help you to visualize a custodian type of being who is watching and guarding and on duty to protect your children. The enemy is afraid of him. Just like on earth, criminals and troublemakers would be afraid of a watchman seeing them, so the devil is afraid to come around when he sees Watcher on duty. He's always on duty when you call him to come and help and it's not like you have to keep calling on him every hour or he'll stop watching and guarding and protecting 70. He's an expert in this field. He understands the need and will fill that need no matter what the circumstances. He's always on the lookout for danger, threats anything that would harm your children. He will warn you and give you checks in the spirit, even a dream or he will bring things to your attention to avoid danger so that you can take further steps to guard your children 71. He will use several ways to warn you and speak to you in order to help you to watch over your children. All of these ways you are familiar with, such as checks in the spirit dreams, or messages in prophecy. Ask Watcher to speak to you in prophecy if you have any questions, and he will cancel you 72. He patrols your property, your doors and windows, every room at night and during the day, and keeps all of my children safe from harm. He will engage the enemy directly if need be in order to protect and keep your children safe physically and spiritually. He will blind the eyes of your enemies if need be in times of persecution. He will chase away and destroy anything that is a threat. Ask him to watch over your children to guard and protect them and to warn you of any danger, and he will 73. He's kind-hearted and affectionate, and children love him. He's loyal and will give his all for the sake of my children. He's a spirit being and cannot be destroyed 74. 
Haven inspires those who care for your children during your absence with my love and with the love of their parents. She helps their caregivers to give them the things they need, as their own parents would. She is a spirit of comfort and peace in times of persecution, to both parents and children. She shelters and cuddles and loves your children in all the little ways that you as parents would love them if you were with them then. She will supply them with the love that they need 75. She will inspire their caregivers to be you for them, with the attention of a mother and father's love. She will inspire your children's caregivers to tuck them in at night with the special tenderness of a father, to pray for them in the night and to wake them in the morning with the patience and love of a mother. She is a spirit being and never tires, and like all of your powerful helpers of the spirit, she cannot be destroyed 76. Her faithfulness to her responsibility as well as her love for your children motivates her to give her all. She considers even one child's needs to be the most important thing for her to tend to. She will cancel you caregivers and show you how to take good care of the children in your care. Ask her and she will speak to you in Prophecy 77. Together Watcher in Haven protects your children in the physical world as well as in the spirit world. They pray for your children and minister to their spirits. Parents, children and caregivers alike can call on the help of Watcher in Haven 78. Watcher in Haven are very special to your children's well-being, but they are also special to you parents because they will give you the peace of mind and comfort of knowing that your children are in good hands. When you sacrifice being with your children in order to do my work, Watcher in Haven will be faithful to care for your little ones. When you face persecution for my sake, Watcher in Haven will be there to protect your children and to help you through the persecution 79. Lethargy is one of their main opponents and the one who tries to stop you from calling on Watcher in Haven's help. He minimizes the importance of vigilance and guarding the well-being of your children, telling you that it's not necessary this one time. He belittles the need and tries to get you to do as little as possible toward protecting your children through calling on your spirit helpers and through praying for them. He fights your faithfulness to apply my word and put this counsel into effect immediately 80. Wolverine is another spiritual opponent of Watcher in Haven, but through the keys, through your prayers, through your obedience and through the help of Watcher in Haven, and your children's guardian angels, you have nothing to fear from him, for he is powerless before you. End of message. In summary. 81. Watcher in Haven are the spiritual custodians of your children. They are assigned to especially protect and watch over your children during times of persecution and at times when parents are away from their children the Wildcats. 82. Jesus. The Wildcats of Heaven are an awesome army of fighters that you don't call on nearly enough. They specialize in defeating the enemy in any battle, and in making short work of it. They are an army that will defeat and scatter the enemy anytime anywhere, and in any circumstances 83. I call them in when I need an instant and decisive victory, when I need the battlefield cleansed of the enemy and victory won in a moment. 
they possess my raw power and will define in such quantity that they can never be defeated or even delayed. The moment they set out to battle, their roar lets the enemy know that his end is near. But before he can decide on what to do, or even turn around to run, they're upon him, tearing his power to shreds and claiming instant victory 84. They carry a special golden key around their necks. This is the key of divine fury, and it embodies my power and will to destroy the evil one. This key fills them with my attitude and power, and the result is an unbeatable combination that defeats the enemy every time 85. Femura, Queen of the Wildcats of Heaven, trains and leads them. She will teach you how to best use their help, or be an intermediary between your need and their answer. Call on her and you call on them, for she is their head and caretaker. She is like one of them, but not. She is cat-like, but not entirely feline 86. Now, you may feel it's a little exaggerated to say that these beings win any victory instantly, and that if you call on them, the victory is guaranteed and quick. You're probably wondering, what's the catch, what's your part or what might hold them back from giving you that full victory? 87. Well, there's no catch but there are rules. First of all, nothing and no one but me can hold them back. And secondly, their job is only to win the initial victory for you. What they do is break the enemy's attack, rout him and send him screaming back to where he came from in many pieces. This gives you a moment of clarity, of freedom from the cloud of attack, and then it is your responsibility to do something about it to call down specialized help for the battle you're fighting, to get a hold of me and find the secret to a lasting victory. In short, to fight for yourself 88. Their role is to relieve you so that you can find your footing and get specialized help from the helpers who help specifically in the area you are battling 89. They can also add a boost to any one of my attacking armies, and will do so if asked 90. Another role they will gladly play for a short time is that of defenders. They can protect you or someone you're praying for if you ask for that 91. And. Of course just as you can call on them for yourself, so you can call on their help for someone else. In fact, they have a very useful role in intercessory prayer, and if you call for their help for someone else who is in the midst of battle they'll be there to relieve that person, to boost their counterattack, and to give them a chance to see things better and mount their own offense 92. Three things greatly increase their power, praise, prayer and love. Praise boosts their attacking speed and efficacy, and the results are usually a more lasting reprieve or an easier battle for you. Prayer activates them. Someone has to call for their help before they can be released by my hand to do their job. And love motivates you usually in intercessory prayer, to put your heart into it and release their full force to break and rout the enemy's attack giving the one under attack the chance to see for themselves and have some space to launch a counter-attack 93. It's important to remember to call on them for any and all battles with the enemy, not expecting them to do it all for you, but knowing that their fighting skill is a great contribution to any battle. They can defend too, but they're much more effective in attacking first and being proactive and defensive. 
That's their forte. I want my family to call on their help much more. Claim their attacking power in any battle with the devil and you will see greater results. End of message. 94. Jesus. My Wildcats are expert fighters that know no defeat. Their role in combat is quick and decisive. They go in and mop things up no questions asked, no delays. They fight the enemy anytime, anywhere, and under any circumstances 95. When I allow them to be released, there is no half victory, no compromise or difficulty. The enemy is swiftly defeated 96. Now, don't confuse this with a permanent victory. Because they fight and defeat the enemy, they can clean your house, so to speak, but then there are things that only you can do to keep it clean to strengthen your defenses and fill up the empty space 97. So their quick and decisive victory opens the way for a permanent victory, but they won't hand you an instant and painless victory with no effort on your part. They pave the way, they clear the space, but then you must do your part. End of message. In summary. 98. The Wildcats of Heaven are all-around fighters that win quick victories over the enemy in any battle for anything. See the original message in Mo Letter number 3151 4-7. They don't give you a permanent victory, however. They will either boost your offense or get rid of the devil long enough so that you can see clearly and call for specialized help or otherwise mount an offense 99. What they do for you, they will do for others too if you ask, so they have an important role in intercessory prayer. Femur is queen of the wildcats in heaven. Her role is intermediary between the wildcats and those who need them. As well, she can help you to know how to make the most of their attacking power, and train you in using their help more on the key of theory. 100. Jesus. The full name of this key is Divine Theory, because it's the embodiment of my righteous anger at the devil. You can claim this key for yourselves but it will always come together with the Wildcats, because they are, in a way, the embodiment of this key just as it embodies my power and will define. Claim the keys of my Divine Fury and the Wildcats of Heaven and both will come rushing to your aid faster than you can say Amen. 101. The key of theory is not a light key, and I see that it could be one that inspires the hearts of some of my more vengeance-prone brides in the wrong way. It can seem rather glorious and powerful to call down divine fury to fight the enemy of your souls, but you must remember that it's a whole attitude that it brings down and that includes a load of humility dependence on me, and being desperate for my mind. It includes the totality of my fighting and overcoming spirit, and I am not a spirit of pride, neither is it by pride that I win or am great 102. Rather, it's humility that makes me great, together with love and other things. This key cannot be activated by those who are in a proud or self-aggrandizing spirit. It will simply not work. So take heed that your attitude is right when you would use this key. End of message. Copyright 2005 by The Family International Art by Tamer